you know, nothing to talk about yet. Um, well, the flames are good. There's plenty to talk about. It's nice for a change. <laughs> the flyers, too. Who would have thought? Welcome to Checking Out the Competition. Calgary. 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 <laughs> I, always, <laughs> I always struggle with which annoying Canadian way I'm going to say Calgary. Let's go with Calgary today. The Calgary Flames, and we are joined by Mark Parkinson, the managing editor of Matchsticks and Flames. How are you doing, Mark? Good. How are you, Kelly? Thanks for having us. Um, I do the same thing. I struggle with is it Calgary, <laughs> Calgary, Calgary. I'm from Massachusetts, so we don't pronounce anything right anyway. So it's just yeah. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Literally, when we do our podcast, I think I pronounce it six different ways during the podcast, which is that's awesome. the best way to do it. Yeah. That way you just cover all your bases. Yeah. And I'm sure the people in Alberta aren't very happy with how we pronounce anything. So it's all good. <laughs> and they're, they're the most, um, you know, reasonable Canadian people, the Albertans. <laughs> sure. You say so. I, I don't know. I'm not from there, so I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I um, right. Hockey. So it has been quite a long time since we've seen the Calgary Flames, just like all the other Canadian teams. Yeah. So it has been a long time since we've checked in on what's up with them. So I guess kind of high level, uh, what's been going on with the Flames over the last year and a half? Well, uh, last year and a half, let's see, uh, there's been uh, one, two, now three coaches, um, which is always <laughs> interesting. Oh, is that all? <laughs> it's all no big deal. Uh, Normal, yeah. <laughs> like Flyers goalies, we have coaches, you know, so it's all good. Um, I think that's actually the last time we spoke. We were trying to figure out how many Flyers goalies have played this season. I think we came up with like seven. That's how long it's been. Um, but yeah, the Flames, um, you know, uh, up and down, not real good uh, the last two, you know, season and a half. But um, this year, uh, best team in the Western Conference, top of the Pacific. I, I'm not going to lie. Like I did that. not see this coming based on uh, <laughs> off-season acquisitions. I didn't with. Nikita Zadorov and Eric Goodbranson coming in. Um, I didn't really see the Flames being uh, the best Big team games. in the West. I mean, still early, still early. But yeah, um, you know, things are kind of status quo. It's every week is, is Johnny going to stay? Is Johnny going to go? Um, why does Matthew Kachuk look sad? Why does Sean Monahan <laughs> have my grandmother's hip? You know, these type of, <laughs> these type of issues. But um, hey, Elias Lindholm's fantastic. And so is Andrew Mangiapane. So, you know. Speaking of Johnny Gaudreau, are you going to be sad when he is traded to the Flyers at the deadline this year? Because I'm I'm actually manifesting that. It's part of my daily routine. I'm just going to speak it into existence. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I just feel like you're going to be sad when he signs a, like a six-year contract with the Flames to stay a member of the Flames for the rest uh, of his life, which is what I mean, I'm hoping, which is what I want, we all want. But I mean, I think do it, that. Yeah, but I, you know, to hope, a glimmer of hope on your end, Calgary still needs to re-up Matthew Kachuk and um, Andrew Mangiapane is tied for the league lead in goals with uh, Elias Lindholm. Um, Andrew Mangiapane is going to require a lot of fundage this uh, when his contract is up. So one of those three has to go. Um, in a perfect world, if we're making an Xbox hockey team, I don't want any of them to go. But um, yeah, I mean, Goudreau would probably be the odd man on, which sounds so stupid when it comes out of somebody's mouth. It's pretty wild. It is nuts. But like, I mean, play wise, uh, and I'll probably catch a lot of flack for this. I would probably right now sign Manjupani and Gaudreau and find a way to maybe move Kachuk in a deal or something. I don't know. I just I just can't see in a world where you just sit there and be like, yeah, Gaudreau's the one that's got to go because it just doesn't make any sense at all. It, It would be 
I mean, if I were a Flames fan, it would be a difficult thing to accept. Yeah, 100%. Because you, you got to just, if you're, you just have to figure out a way to keep him unless he really just doesn't want to stay. I feel like you, you have to figure out a way to keep him. Yeah. And I'm not in the, obviously I'm not in that locker room and in the city or anything else, but I mean, word on the street from there is he's, you know, everybody says they never want to leave anywhere. I mean, you know, unless you're playing in Buffalo, you know, <laughs> right? <places> like that. <laughs> people are begging to get out. But um, yeah, I just, I, to me, I just, I, I would love to see him stay. I just don't know financially how it would work with mm-hmm. Gaudreau, Monahan, uh, Manjupani and Kachuk, you know, needing new contracts unless they move Monahan's contract somewhere and someone was willing to take that hip and that money and, you know, go from there. So I don't know. So they should yeah, just. I don't want to talk about it. It makes me sad. No. Okay. They (laughs) should just, um, they should just Tampa Bay lightning him and just send his contract to the LTIR just long enough to get everybody signed in the off season and then figure it out later. (laughs) I know. You wish like cocky had that baseball thing. You like, you pay the luxury tax. We are like, yeah, we're just going to overpay for everybody. We'll just deal with it. The dream. Right. But that's never going to happen in hockey. So probably not. So, so yeah. like you said, the Flames are doing pretty well so far to start the season. Um, top of the Western Conference, which also makes them top of the Pacific Division. Um, I talked about this a little bit with the uh, Edmonton kid that I talked to the other day. Mm-hmm. That the Pacific seems like a fairly weak conference after you get past Vegas who aren't playing very well now, but you have to assume that at some point they're going to turn that around because they're good. Um, I mean, that's not to say that like Calgary and Edmonton aren't good teams, but like it doesn't seem like a conference that's going to have the kind of battles that we're unfortunately going to see in the Metro with the Flyers. So do you think that this Flames team as currently constructed could take advantage of that kind of shallow Western Conference and go on some kind of playoff run. I'm sure that's easy to talk about like six games into the season, but <laughs> like, you know. I like how you politely said the Pacific sucks, which was nice. So we appreciate that. <laughs> it, is, it is a nightmare division. Yeah. Um, honestly, the way Calgary's playing right now, I think everybody's buying into Sutter hockey, um, which is score four goals in the first period and then, you know, stand everybody up in the neutral zone and clog the blue line. Um, don't allow a lot of shots. Although last night, uh, Jacob Markstrom did make 45 saves in a four, nothing shutout of the Crosby Malkin Latangless penguins, which is, I, I don't know whether that's good or bad or not, but, um, the Pacific, I mean, it's weird to say the Kings are young. Cause I always felt like for years, the Kings were the oldest team in the league. They, that was were. Like the reti- they were the Florida of the NHL. Like everybody went there to, you know, retire and disappear. Um, but you know, they're going to, they're going to struggle. Uh, San Jose will probably struggle as well. I think the Kraken are going to be a fun team to watch. I don't uh, you know, the first couple of games, they were right. I think they'll go up and down as it goes. Vegas, Vegas is a hard, um, expansion team to emulate. Like that's a, that's almost lightning in a bottle. Like that's hard yeah. to make that happen. Um, and I think Vegas will come around, obviously good team veterans lead on that squad. I think they'll be all right. Um, Vancouver. Vancouver, Vancouver's very much like Calgary. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of highs, lots of lows, and they usually end up somewhere in the middle going, oh, wow, we're just bad enough to not be good, but just good enough to not be bad, <laughs> you know, type scenario. But um, honestly, I think at the Flames, it's 
Andrew Mangiapane is not going to have, he's not going to be a goal a game player. Obviously, I don't think he's going to score 82 goals this season. Um, same thing with Elias Lindholm. Uh, Gaudreau is not going to be uh, more than an assist. I mean, I think he's on pace to have like 125 points or something, something ridiculous like that. It's so totally those things aren't going to continue. Um, <laughs> Jacob Markstrom is not going to continue to play lights out. These things all happen. But I think if Calgary keeps buying into what Sutter's preaching to them, and that's Calgary's always been a slow starting team. And um, all of a sudden they come out of the, you know, they, they come over the boards flying. And last night it was two nothing. The other night against New Jersey, it was four nothing. And I know those are Pittsburgh played depleted. New Jersey's not good. Uh, but you got to beat who you're playing, obviously. And I think if the Flames can kind of keep doing playing that style of hockey, I honestly, I think the Flames could contend for that division. I would not be surprised if they were one of the teams that makes the playoffs out of that division, just mm-hmm. based on how bad everything else is. So it's kind of like a backhanded compliment to the team that I cover. And like, <laughs> if that makes I mean, any sense. It, I don't, I mean, I wish the Flyers were playing in a conference like the Pacific. It would just make... Yeah everything way less stressful like you want the team to be good but they don't need to i feel like the flyers are going to have a very tough time just because all of the teams in the metro are good so it's going to be whatever that's for that future th- kelly to worry about well that's the thing like when they came out east i looked at it, i'm like all right detroit they're playing well but it's still the red wings you know like it was like you, okay you, you deal with detroit but then calgary had to go through washington new york um and yeah, Pittsburgh and I, it, the Washington game, Calgary went up three, nothing, then gave up three straight goals. Tide went to overtime and beat Ovechkin in the Capitals in overtime. So it's not like they played a depleted Washington team. And that was right. with their backup goaltender. So there is something to be, you know, great. You had a three goal lead. You blew the three goal lead, but your backup goalie got you a win in Washington on a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon where the flames typically don't play well anyway. So five and oh, on an East coast trip. I'll take it. You know? Yes. Pretty they haven't swept they haven't swept an East Coast trip. They haven't swept a they haven't had a five game winning streak since two thousand and seven. Never mind oh sweeping God. an East Coast trip. And wow. uh there was a crazy stat last night. They uh the Penguins the they shot them out. It's the first time they shut out the Penguins in Pittsburgh since nineteen eighty two. So Oh my uh, God. Yeah, so Calgary's playing good hockey. I'll take it. That's wild. How does our old friend Tyler Pitlick look? Tyler Pitlick, now that he's uh, he's off IR and he's skating, he's been a pretty good uh, contributing factor to the Flames. He's playing bottom six minutes, obviously, but um, mm-hmm. hasn't done anything that I've watched where I've been like, oh, my God, get Tyler Pitlick off the ice. Um, he's yeah. he's played well. I think he's going to be a good addition to that bottom six, depending on whether he's on, you know, Calgary's third line or fourth line. It's pretty much in Calgary. There's the Goudreau, Lindholm, Kachuk line. And then Daryl Sutter just kind of throws people in a blender and sees where mm-hmm. they end up. But, um, you know, Pitlick's been out there skating with Lucic um, and Monaghan. Uh, that line's outside of Monaghan has played well. Um, so, yeah, I think everybody's pretty happy with what they've seen out of Tyler Pitlick for what he's um, what he's going to do for Calgary. I don't think anybody expects him to be, a, you know, a major point producer. But if he can bring, you know, if he can bring some energy and play solid hockey, not turn the puck over, you know, and have, you know, you know when the puck's on a stick, do a couple of decent things. I think that's more than you can ask for. He was a very good fourth liner here. Yeah. I think you guys will like him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where he's going to settle in because Mm -hmm. the other options, I mean, there was a a kid, Glenn Godden, who got sent back down to Stockton once Pitlick was ready to go along with Brad Richardson. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) between the time, much happier with Pitlick than I am the idea of Richardson getting minutes. So, so as you've been saying, the Flames are playing very good hockey right now. 
what is the thing that is, I mean, I'm sure the easy answer is like the very good top line that's scoring lots of goals. But um, apart from that, like what is the thing that's going the most right for them right now? Uh, Calgary's defense. Um, mm-hmm. Losing Mark Giordano seemed like a uh, like it was a big hit. And I think it was a big hit because he was a longstanding captain, uh, second longest running captain in Calgary history behind Jerome McGinley. Um, but, you know, and you never like to speak ill of a guy who was great in the community, great with the team, you know, decent leader. Uh, his game was not good the last two, three years. He was after his Norris Trophy season, his season, his stats and game really fell off a table. Uh, there were reports of issues in the locker room last year with him being the captain and Kachuk being, you know, Matthew Kachuk and the Flames management potentially and you know players asking him to tone it down and i think the big the big concern this season was how good is the flames defense going to be without mark giordano and it's kind of actually better without him um rasmus anderson has really stepped up to take over that role of calgary's top defender um he's been paired with noah hannafin hannafin's out right now um he's been dinged up not sure how long he's going to be out but uh, he and noah hannafin have been a fantastic pair and once Daryl Sutter finally got past the fact that he didn't need giant Nikita Zadorov on the ice and he brought Oliver Shillington back in, Chris Tanev's game has come back to where it was uh, last season. Tanev was getting dragged down by Zadorov big time. And Oliver Shillington has been a revelation. We've been not even beating the drum. We've been like throwing the drum into the offices of the Calgary Flames, <laughs> begging for Oliver Shillington to get a chance because he's honestly one of Calgary's best skaters. Hmm. Um and he's the defense is actually settled in. They're undefeated since he's been in the lineup. Um, they've had a point in every game since he's been in the lineup. So he's uh he's done really well to settle in with Chris Tandev. They've been a really good pairing. And uh, you know, the Calgary's bottom bottom pairing of the young guy uh, Uso Valamaki. Uh, his game has now stepped up now that he's not you know playing with another younger player. Michael Stone stepped in last night because uh, Hannafin was out to take that role, and Stone played really well. So. Um, I think they mean the Flames defense does make some gaffes. You know, they're not mm-hmm. they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But um, yeah, the the defense I think has been the the biggest surprise so far this season for me, and in a good way, because I expected it to be bad. What's the worst thing about the team right now? Uh, God, it's tough to complain when you're, you know, you want to talk right? straight. But um, <laughs> I think you know I'm going to go with uh, Matthew Kachuk's play. Um, and that's, that's kind of nitpicky, uh, only two goals on the season, not like, you know, looked, looked good in the first two games came out, fired up. And now he's kind of, he's settled in. He looks, doesn't look uh, not, I guess engaged or mopey, but there's something off again about Mm -hmm. his game. And maybe it's just that, you know, the flames right now don't need him to carry them because they're getting such good play from Lindholm, Anshupani, Michael Backlund, Dylan Dubé, Gaudreau, those guys. So Kachuk kind of disappears a little bit right now but his his play right now is is off there's something there um doesn't appear to be dinged up or anything it's just it was that you know the drive at the start of the season we saw the the old kachuk doing things like you know where he tried to he was on the bench and he put his stick up trying to stop a puck from going out of play just doing weird kachuk (laughs) things and those seem to have disappeared so i don't know if he's just in a funk or whatever but um his play right now is a little bit disappointing that and that's nitpicky like the worst thing you could put monahan on there but i didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of expectations for monahan coming into the season anyway so yeah kachuk's yeah, does, play's been off it does seem like kachuk is at his best when he's like a true agent of chaos yes 100%. on the ice that's yeah. kind of his thing yeah when, when he's out there doing things behind the play that are angering people that's when he's at his right. best because that's when he scores right. goals I would just maybe like to see him shoot the puck normally. I'm kind of tired of watching him go between his legs and not score. 
How are the special teams looking? Special teams are, uh, the power play is, you know, it comes and goes. The penalty kill is really good. Calgary's uh, really settled in there. The PK has been good. Um, It's the PK, I believe the other day was top six uh, going Mm. into a game. Power play is middle of the pack. So it's pretty standard for the Flames. Um, But yeah, last night, uh, Calgary had to kill a five on three. Um, It was, who I'm trying to think of who took a penalty. There was somebody took a high sticking penalty and then Goodbranson went all like Jason Voorhees on somebody and picked up a four minute for high sticking. He, you know, he made somebody leak. So he was in the box and they had to, they had to kill that off. And Markstrom faced, I think seven shots on that penalty kill and stopped them all. Um, and Calgary did, they blocked a couple shots. Stone had a big block. Um, so yeah, the penalty kill looks really good. It's, it's, you know, okay. but, and, Sutter sometimes runs, you know, the four forwards, one defenseman on the power play, sometimes runs the three def- three forwards, two defensemen. Just depends on, I think, where the game is going at that point, uh, what the score is, you know, what they're looking to do. But, um, you know, the top power play line should be getting, you know, more looks and, and better looks. The second, Monaghan still plays on that top one, which is weird. Lucic is down on the second power play, which is hmm. seems, you know, odd, but he's having a good season as well, so. You know, uh, special teams, nothing to really complain about right now. Very impressed with the penalty kill, though. All right. So, I mean, the short of it is we're going to be facing a Calgary Flames team that's pretty much firing on all cylinders right now. Yes. And we'll be rested and, Mm -hmm. you know, have had, you know, not just barreling through that east. Um, So they'll have, you know, yeah, I. The thing I think Philly has to watch out for and be cognizant of is the Flames do like to come out and play really strong in the first period. Um, you know, if Calgary gets a two or three goal lead, it's tough. Um, I don't think they've trailed in a game since the season opener against Edmonton. Oh, wow. Um, so it's once they get a lead, they really bear down and play that physical brand of Sutter hockey. They hit, um, you know, they're heavy in the corners. They pin you in. Um, they they stand you up at the blue line. They make your zone entries tough. So and Jacob Markstrom has been just bananas lights out. I mean, his two shutouts came on that road trip. Um, he's just been, he's been phenomenal. So yeah, it's, it's, it'll be a tough game for Philly. I mean, I think Calgary's what five, they've won five out of the last six or six out of their last seven at home against mm. Philly. So, um, you know, and then you're making the, uh, where's Philadelphia playing before that? Is this like that they have we, a day off? Or... Yeah, they, they played uh back to back. Vancouver and Edmonton. Okay. They're off tonight and then Calgary tomorrow. Then Calgary. Okay. So both teams will be rested, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, you make that trip from, you know, East to West or West to East. It's not easy no matter what. Um, so, but yeah, I think you, you're going to have a, a very in, in the zone goaltender in Jacob mm-hmm. Markstrom waiting for you. Um, Goudreau always seems to play well against, you know, like the devils and flyers teams like, you know, for impress his new team. <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. You're You're probably right, though. Uh, Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think the Flyers have got a good test in front of them to see how their season's going to be and how good it's been, you know. But then again, we always joke, Calgary's so bad at home. I tweeted out today, I'm like, you watch, play devil's advocate. The Flames won five in a row on the road. They'll probably lose five out of six at home just because that's what they do. So, so, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, so that's what what Philly's got looking at. Okay, so last question as always. Give me your prediction for the final score in this game. Oh, um, well, let's see. Uh, I'll go Calgary 
I think Calgary is going to win like four to two. I think it'll be something like that. I think, okay. you know, I, I don't expect Jacob Markstrom to stop, you know, pitch another shutout, um, but I don't expect them to get blown out. And I think the Flames are going to come home. Sutter's wants Calgary to be a tough place for teams to play where it hasn't been recently. Mm. Um, so I think they're buying into his system. And I think it's it's funny when people were like, there's no way all these fast, young, you know, speedster guys like Lindholm and Gaudreau are, they're never going to be able to buy in and play Sutter style hockey. And it's, uh, Johnny Gaudreau, I've never seen him play more two-way defense in his career since Sutter's been in. Oh wow! Um, you know, so it's I think I think Philadelphia is in for a in for a not a treat, I would say uh, <laughs> on Saturday. I, I'd say Flames four two. Okay, both of the games so far on this Western Canada swing have been barn burners. So I'm just gonna hope that continues because it's fun, and I'm gonna say five three Flyers. Five three flyers. Okay. Five three flyers. All right. Yeah. Well, that would mean that Ladar is probably playing on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't Martin know if he gets a lot of goals. Yeah, I, I don't might know if he gets five ambitious, past but... Markstrom, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> you get five past Markstrom. Good on you. <laughs> that's all right. That's fair. I mean, I could be all overconfident right. too, just because of how well they're playing. So. Well, you know, that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to exactly. be homers. We're yeah, exactly. bloggers. We're not professionals. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing professional about me. So That's what okay. people say anyway. <laughs> All right, Mark, thank you for doing this. Where can the people find you? Uh, they can find us on the web at www.matchsticksandandgasoline.com, uh, at matchstickscgy on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you really, for some reason, want to follow me or talk to me or get my hot hockey takes or hot Miami Dolphins takes. Um, <laughs> I don't even know my Twitter address. I'm trying to, oh, uh, it's at M Park Lax, L-A-X. So um, for some reason, if you want to talk to me, you can find me there. I don't know why you would, but <laughs> I realized that for a sell job. The, at the start of this, I said Match Six and Flames. That's not the name of your blog at all. That's okay. It's no big deal. Do you know what? I didn't even catch it. How's it. that sound? Well, <laughs> I mean, Match, I was close. It's a flame yeah, listen, it, it turns matchsticks and gasoline turn into flame, so it's no big deal. You there we go. You, you can overdub it afterwards. Just go gasoline, you know. Put it <laughs> that, that would actually be hilarious, but I won't do it. I I let everyone see my mistakes in these things all the time because it makes me laugh. But oh, we do the same thing. If you can see how many times I screw up and can't stick the landing at the end of the podcast, mm -mm. you'd be amazed. I think I've done it like once, like perfectly. <laughs> the rest of the time, I spell the website wrong or I stumble over like when the game's happening, like so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're all doing our best down here. Exactly. We're trying. That's all that yeah. matters. Thank you again, Mark. Everyone go and visit Matchsticks and Gasoline. Learn a little bit about the Calgary Flames ahead of this game. Mark, I hope you enjoy it. That 10 p.m. start for both of us. Yay. Oh, those those weekend. There's nothing like writing a recap at 109 on <laughs> yeah, right. Sunday morning. Oh, what a party. I know. Well, that's what I, that's what I get for making bad decisions when I was like 12 years old and picking this as my hockey team. There you <laughs> so, go. Awesome. Kelly, thank you so much for having us. It's always fun talking with you guys. It sure is. Thank you very much. Everyone enjoy the game. Go Flyers.